Welcome to Career Revisionist with Dr. Grace Lee, dedicated to doers, dreamers, and realists who want more success and satisfaction in their life. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a fulfilling career where it's all about doing work you love and growing your income without sacrificing your values? And here's your host, who is completely inspired by anyone who doesn't care what people think, Dr. Grace Lee. So do you care what people think? Do you care what people think about your career decisions, about your choices for the future? So yeah, I mean, that that intro, I mean, I, I really do, I really am inspired by people who don't care what people think. But here's the thing. I mean, over time, I've I've really thought about this. I mean, growing up as as, as a child and as, as an adolescent, I really developed this sensitivity. I had the sensitivity of worrying about criticism and feeling really highly emotional whenever someone thought about me in a negative way or gossip about me. And it really it really hurt, you know. And as I got older, I did a lot of thinking about that, did a lot of personal development around that. And now, I mean, opinions in and of themselves are not harmful, right? So here's, here's my thought about that right now. Opinions in and of themselves are not harmful, but I believe that not everyone deserves to have an opinion. So here's what I mean by that. The only ones that deserve to have an opinion about a subject matter are those people who have who know enough about it to have an opinion or they have success in that subject matter so they can have opinions on other people who are trying to have success in that in that same journey so for so say for example if you take sales you want to you want to say for example let's say for example you want to go into sales and you want to you want to become the top salesperson in software and that was your thing you just wanted to be software sales the people whose opinions count are only those who have had tremendous success in software sales themselves because you know, they've gone through it and they went through all the struggles, all the trials. They, were, they went all, walked on all the fires, all the conflicts they've had. They persisted in their lives and they have the success that you want. So they're the only opinions that matter. All other people can have opinions. Certainly, they, they're they capable of formulating opinions and you can control them from vocalizing their opinions in front of you or or not, right? So they, they can have opinions, definitely. People are capable of developing their, their opinions and they're capable of expressing them. But their opinions don't matter because whatever they say is their opinion, but one thing they don't, they're not aware of is how can they have an opinion on it if they've never gone through that experience? Does that make sense? So when talking about a career change, a lot of people will have opinions. Is that a good idea? Are you, is that too late for you? You know, I don't want you to, you to get hurt. Are you sure you want to do that? What's wrong with your life right now? How come you're not satisfied? You should just do more of what you have right now. You should just get better at what you're doing. You should just be happy with what you have. Don't be so, don't be so dissatisfied with it. You know, those are all opinions, but the opinions, so that, that's what I mean. You have to, you have to have the wisdom and the discernment to be able to pick out and to know whose opinion matters. And that takes practice. I mean, it takes, it takes courage to say, no, that opinion, I, I, okay, fine. You can hear it because they're right in front of you expressing their opinions. You can hear it. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to let that have power over you. 
hearing it is giving them the benefit of the doubt, giving them the the courtesy to finish their sentence. But it doesn't mean that it has power over you. It doesn't have power over your life. So that is, that's the, I mean, this, this of course took me years to develop this understanding of opinions and understanding of, you know, what people think. Because it's, I mean, there's this a whole pop culture developed around who cares what people think? Just, just don't care about it. Just completely ignore it and just be completely either make yourself oblivious to it or just hear it and say, I don't care. Right. But I don't think that's the right approach either. It's more of, it's more of having a deeper understanding and the wisdom around whose opinion really does matter. Because opinions are there for a reason. You know, we're able to formulate them for a reason. You know, they're not for nothing. Having opinions are not for nothing. So, but at the end of the day, you find these people whose opinions do matter. And even after they express them to you, even after a conversation with them, you still have to have wisdom and discernment and apply it your own way but you still have to make it fit for you because their life, you know, take my earlier example of software sales, you know, someone who's highly successful in software sales. If you want to go down that path and you're learning from them and, the, and you're listening to their opinions on what is good for you, what's not good for you and what's best and what's not best, it's their opinion and they, they've had success in it. So they're sharing that with you. But even so, your journey and your narrative is not going to be exactly the same as they have. Right, their their the resources they've had, their life experiences, their makeup about them, you know, their their intellectual makeup, their mental makeup is not going to be the same as you. So at the end, even after listening to their opinion, you still have to find out what works for you, right? Okay, so it's interesting. So why what does that have to do with what I'm talking about today? Today for this episode, I want to talk about managing your expectations when preparing for a career change. So why did I go on this rant of? people's opinions and what people think, right? Because your expectations are opinions. Expectations are just an opinion about what the future might hold based upon strongly held assumptions. So expectations are your beliefs that a certain outcome will happen. And that's how it relates. Of course, sometimes your expectations are based on accurate information and careful planning, but sometimes they're not. But even if your original expectation was carefully thought out, situations can change. And in an instant, even your expectations may not be met, you know, so what happens when your expectations on a career change aren't met, right? So today I'm going to talk about managing your expectations when preparing for a career change. So no doubt, no doubt at all that unmet expectations often lead to like disappointment, frustration, anger, maybe sometimes even bitterness, right? And too many people like I think that too many people are just obsessed with finding that perfect career. And as a result, they just become frustrated or depressed when it doesn't pan out. And when you have such high expectations in a career change, what you're doing is you're preventing yourself from enjoying the experience altogether. So if you feel this way in your career journey, what you need to do is readjust your expectations. Instead of expecting things out of situations, you want to go into them with an open mind. Because doing that will allow you to fully immerse yourself without the pressure of living up to preconceived notions. Because it, what I found is that there's really this, there's really a paradox when it comes to career expectations. Because on one hand, if you have high expectations, you may end up disappointed, you know, angry or frustrated, right? But on the other hand, if you don't have expectations at all, or if your expectations are too low, then you might not try as hard to accomplish your worthy career goals. 
You know what I mean? Because it's it's uninspiring, or you just lose momentum, or it's easy just to walk away from them when you meet some challenges along the way, and you're not capable of weathering the storm that you would have if you had higher expectations compared to your low ones, right? Right. But managing expectations shouldn't be on the premise that you're always going to win. And here's the thing. I mean, this is this is wisdom that I learned. This is the wisdom that I learned from going through this, the process of career changes in my career. I didn't just go through one career change. I went through multiple, right? So here's the wisdom that I learned from that, from those experiences, is that pain and failure is inevitable. When you're going through career change, you are experiencing new things, necessarily so, because you are wanting a career change. And change necessarily means you're going to be doing things you've never done before. And so as a result, you're going to have new challenges you've never faced before. And failure is inevitable. Because usually when you start doing something for the first time, you're not going to be good at it. Right? Usually the first time we try something, we suck at it. So failure is inevitable. And the pains from that, the pains from you know, being under fire, facing conflicts and problem solving, it's painful. Growth is painful. And so this, those things are inevitable. But suffering is optional. And suffering is really a mindset. It's your response to the pain and failure. That's what causes suffering. Suffering happens when your expectations are not, are not met because you have expectations of, you have expectations that once this thing happens in your career, then you'll be happy. Once I have this, then I'll feel happy. Once I get this, once I achieve this, once I get to this point, then I will be satisfied. Right, those conditions, you know, that that is that is the assumption there, and that is what causes suffering. So suffering is optional. When you change your response to pain and failure, when you change your attitudes towards it, and you realize that pain and failure are there, they are opportunities for improvement. Failure is feedback for improvement, and what they actually are capable of teaching you, then suffering no longer has to exist because it's optional. So develop a strong emotional intelligence so that you can change your response to the negative things that life will throw at you as you're going through a career change. Because you can't control the things that will happen in the future, but you can definitely control your internal and your external reactions. So pause and consider your options before making a decision about how best to proceed. If if your life is ruled by personal expectations, it can make every day a struggle. If you're ruled by it, And what I mean is that, you know, sometimes it's hard to stop those mental movies from playing, movies from playing of, oh, if I only had this and you have these, these unstoppable, your gears are turning all the time. Maybe you're losing sleep about it. And you just keep thinking about if only, you know, you begin a sentence like that. If only, if only I had that job, if only I had that recognition, if only people would just notice this, if only I could just have make this much more money. Right, those being that's being ruled by your expectations, and it makes every day a struggle, especially when you criticize yourself for failure and feel disappointment when you don't live up to your dreams. So instead of that, you can approach it a better way, a healthier way to approach it is to think of yourself as an explorer who's going on a journey. And your overall expectation should just be simply to learn as you go and become a better version of yourself. Because whether or not you succeed or fail, 
cannot be determined in one situation or event. So here's what I mean by that. So say you are on this journey to have a, a new career in a new direction. In other words, you like, for example, you are an accountant, but you no longer want to be in accounting and you want to transition to a new career. You want to transition into journalism or HR or what a completely different industry. So you're going to be trying new things and there are going to be failures and conflicts and, 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 and problems along the way and troubles along the way. So if you say you began this new path to transition into a new career and you come across the first challenge, you try your very best and it fails. If you use that event as judgment that you're not going to succeed, right, then that is the wrong approach. Because success, ultimate success, getting to your ultimate goal takes time and nobody can predict how much time that will take. There are things, of course, there are things you can do to accelerate that process to make sure you are taking that that you your personal performance multiplies rather than gradually. You could do things to multiply that performance and get there a lot quicker than normal, than the average, right? There are things you can do, of course, but it's important that you don't, you don't, You don't prejudge things too early in the process because it is one failure or maybe even five failures later, you're judging it that you haven't, it's not succeeded, right? So whether or not you succeed or fail cannot determine, cannot be determined in just one situation or event. It is the entire journey. You have to look at, okay, I failed right now. This, I tried this event and now I'm having, I failed at it. Right. Maybe this whole maybe this whole event took you one month accumulating to this event and you tried and, didn't, and it didn't work. But here's the thing. You look at this thing as a journey and this whole journey, this this event, this particular one took you one month, but the whole journey of career transition you've been on for 10 months. So you look at the beginning of your journey. 10 months ago, where was I then? And now, even given this particular, this give this one failure, given this one failure, if you look at 10 months ago compared to now, there's progress. So one, whether or not you succeed in one situation or event cannot be the predictor of how successful your whole journey is. The successful management of expectation requires one last thing, though, because we often expect people, you know, our friends, our family, co-workers, and sometimes even, even society, even sometimes strangers to the public, that we expect them to read our minds. Right? We, keep, we constantly ask ourselves, don't they know what I'm going through? You know, don't they know what I'm thinking and feeling, right? But of course they can't. No one can read your mind. No one knows the difficulties and the challenges that you're facing as you're going through this career challenge. And maybe you haven't even shared with them that you're changing your career because you don't want them to know. And you have your reasons for that. But they, they can't possibly know, even if you shared with them, I am fed up with my current job and I am on this path right now to reinvent myself to change my career. You might have shared with them the direction that you're heading, but they could not possibly know absolutely everything. So if you do not communicate your needs and wants and explain yourself, you'll be disappointed. And here's time and time again, I mean, time and time again, in your circle, in your network of people, the ones that are extremely close to you, in your inner circle, and as you expand out to people who who know you, who just work with you, who are sort of like your acquaintances, if you don't explain yourself and then there could be an incident that happens in the future where they they say something 
that rubs you the wrong way or you ask for their help in something and they're not as compassionate as you expected. You know, you might be disappointed. But that's the thing though. Your responsibility in that relationship is that how transparent were you? How vulnerable were you in sharing what you needed? So if, if they responded to you in a way that was less compassionate and less understanding than what you expected given your relationship with them, you know, you have to ask yourself, well, how good were you at communicating your needs and wants in the first place? Because, you know, ask and you shall receive, right? Power is not given, is not something that is given. You need to ask for it. You need to ask for it. Like, for example, if you want to raise, you want, you, want, you want to say, I want to raise. I want to be treated with respect. I want to see you. I want to, I want to be in this position. You have to actually say it. At the very least, depending on the response, you'll know where you stand and then you can make strategic moves to improve your situation. So if you don't ask, you can't expect to receive. And if you did ask, but you didn't up until that point, you weren't transparent or vulnerable about what you've been going through and what you needed, then it's difficult to, for, for, them, for, for you to know where you stand with them, right? So expect what you can, you know, reach and beware of the fact that sometimes life throws you a curveball. But try to remain confident while maintaining positive aspirations. Just remember not to make these aspirations so high that they're impractical or unreachable. Right? Because acceptance, right? Acceptance is an amazing thing. It's an amazing trait that needs to be actively worked towards. I mean, when things don't work out the way we planned, it's much more beneficial to realize that that's just how life works rather than becoming frustrated at the situation. You know, have hope rather than expectations and you will, you'll tend not to be as disappointed. Because once you understand the role of expectations in your everyday interactions, I mean, you're well on your way. Just remind yourself that goals are not the same thing as expectations. Goals are concrete based on, you know, based on your current reality, your future reality. Goals are concrete based on those things. And they're based on facts about resources, facts about what you have, facts about what you're beginning with to work on. But expectations are just beliefs based on your own hopes and opinions. Right? So those two things are very different, goals versus expectations. But you'll feel empowered once you begin implementing the strategies for both eliminating expectations of others and also not for allowing others to have expectations of you. And having that understanding will enable you to mitigate and navigate expectations so that you can manage them better instead of having your, man your expectations manage you or rule, you or rule your life. So I, I want to hear from you, you know, go to, I, go to careerrevisionist.com and click on iTunes, you know, your favorite podcast platform and re leave me a comment, you know, tell me what ways have you seen unrealistic expectations hurt yourself or hurt your relationships or hurt your career path. And if you have any questions on it, also feel free to leave me some questions there. I always read every one of my responses and I, and I also answer my listeners questions. So if you're there, you know, remember to subscribe to my podcast as well, submit questions to me, and I look forward to hanging out with you in my next podcast. So thank you for listening and see you again soon.